The Marty Shear Gold Show on Triple M. Inside 50, from 60 to 40, closing, Penrose-Dol Pendlebury. Here's Pendlebury with a little bit of space, he doesn't need much to slice you right open to the champ, Scotty Pendlebury, well done. Number 10, Scott Pendlebury. One of the greats of the game. Get the Toyota forklift advantage, visit toyotamaterialhandling.com.au. He's here, Marty. Pendles. Um, when I was circulating around the pub yesterday, several people said to me how much they're enjoying your work on the radio show and how much they look forward to us chatting. So that's, that's another great. feather in your cap after a long year. Nice to get yeah. good feedback, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. really one, positive yeah. feedback. We had plenty of Instagram messages saying, just give Pendles a hug and a kiss. And, and something a, else. And something else. Oh, really? A lot of happy program, isn't it? Yeah, interesting. So Pendles get through recovery. Before we get get on to what was a wonderful game of footy, Carlton Collingwood. There was a couple of incidents across the weekend that were unusual, namely Melbourne absolutely thumping Brisbane on Friday night. Yeah, well, I actually didn't watch much of that game. Mm. I thought, I don't know why, but I just knew our game was going to be so big on Sunday mm. that I just tried to stay away from any footy Kept your head that. down. I sort of just didn't want to watch any close games or yeah. get mm. that sort of feeling two days out and then... Turns out I wouldn't have got that feeling anyway. Watching that game it was a bit of a um, bloodbath. It was a blowout. Yeah. So, um, nah. For us, it's yeah. I feel a bit of relief after yesterday and a week off now. And um, finals yeah. are taking shape. Um, yeah. The first quarter yesterday was a bit dour. There was a lot of guys missing goals, and I was yeah. thinking, oh, I wonder if these boys are not not overwhelmed, but just you know, it doesn't yeah, take it much fairly, to be um, slightly yeah, off. Yeah, it was fairly fairly blustery conditions too yesterday. I don't mm-hmm. know if you can pick that up from. The TV, I assume, no, not, no. doesn't have like a wind radar, does it, on the bottom of the no. screen? So it yeah. should. Yeah, it should. Um, yeah, so it was fairly windy and um, we were actually going into the wind in the in sort of the first quarter. So, yeah, it sort of almost mirrored the last time we played them. I thought, you know, we kicked 3-5 to their three points. And I was like, you know, we probably should be six goals here, six yeah. goals mm-hmm. two or something. But, yeah, and then, um, yeah, their third quarter, they sort of blew us away a little bit. I think they kicked, well, they kicked eight goals. They yeah, kicked yeah. two for three quarters and they kicked eight and one. So, yeah, they were pretty powerful in that. Um, third quarter, and then I don't know how we've how we've done it again, but yeah, we managed to. Um, what are you saying at three quarter time with them up by twenty five points? <laughs> we're we're right where we want to be. We, <laughs> we <laughs> love this, and um, yeah, and I said last week as well. I feel like against the Swans um, in the last quarter, even though we didn't get the result, we we keep going, we keep having a crack, we keep trying to win, and um, yeah, once once we found a way, I think Jamie Elliott took the, the hanger. Yeah. Um, and then kicked the goal and we sort of got – and Bo McCurry kicked one and – Mace. Yeah, oh, yeah, Mace Cox kicked one. And then all of a sudden, I don't know, just this eerie feeling comes over the stadium and all the boys start looking at each other and, yeah, you're 11 points down and you're sort of like, yeah, here we we're go. In like, we're, yeah. Let's go. And, yeah, it's, it's an amazing feeling. On the flip side to that feeling, can you feel when an opposition team is starting to get a little bit rattled? Can you see that in their game? Yeah, you've, yeah I've definitely felt that at times. I didn't sense that yesterday from Carlton. You yeah. know, they kicked um, – six points in the last quarter. So it wasn't like they tried to, you know, put the um, cue in the rack. Yeah, they, they were having a tilt. Yeah, they were going back just as hard as, as we were. And yeah, luckily for not, for us, I think we kicked five, one, and they kicked six points. So yeah. they, they probably had a few chances there. Well, not probably, they did have a few chances where they put a, could have put the game beyond reach for us. But they left the, uh, the door slightly ajar for us. And um, yeah, we kept coming, we kept fighting and scratching and yeah, ended up getting there. And yeah, a fair goal by <laughs> Jamie again to... Oh, mm. You know, on the boundary, drop phenomenal, punt, phenomenal missing, and then, yeah, we um, yeah, I think the you know another good thing is we just executed when we got in front as well. We mm. 
didn't give them a look at all. And um, the belief in the group must be through the roof. This yeah, is yeah, the spirit of the belief. Um, Will's got the stats on close games and how many of them. Yeah, it's stunning. So you've won. Where was it? Eleven of uh, your twelve games decided by two goals or less this season. And you've won your last 12 of 13 by an average of 9.6 points. Yeah, it's not good for the heart rate, is it? <laughs> no, but it's great for yeah. the group. Because oh, yeah, you then believe, you can stand yeah. there at three-quarter time and say to them, we're in the position we want to be yeah. and we're going to be fine, yeah. and they buy in. Yeah, you sort of don't get to that point at three-quarter time and you think four goals, well, mm. we can't do this. We know we've done it, so there's a belief that, well, if we get it right here, like, and you know you've got to play fairly perfect football for a quarter and you're relying on some things to go your way, but... Yeah, I feel like we make things go our way and we're not sort of yeah. hoping that they fall our way. So yeah. They only needed um, to kick one goal. Yeah. Yeah, they did. They will be kicking six, themselves. Six points. And, six points. Um, yeah, we were, as I said, they left the door ajar for us. They could have shut it and yeah. we were good enough to find a way um, the last seven or eight minutes to really push it open and, and walk through it. Yeah, since round 13, the eighth time you've come back from three goals or more. So comebacks are seriously on the agenda this year. Yeah, I think um, after the game, I'm not sure, someone was telling me that it's the second time in our club's history we've come down, come back from four goals at three-quarter time mm. or the third time we've done two this year already. Is that right? 150 oh, years. Are so, you joking? No, that's, yeah. So we've never really done it. We've done it once before this season started, come back from four goals down at three-quarter time. We've done it twice this year. That's so, unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, the, the belief and um, Fly, our coach, is really big on playing every minute of the game and just not getting caught up in outcomes. Just play every single minute and when that siren goes, see where it lands. And um, more often than not, we've been able to execute. Uh, that Jamie Elliott goal against Essendon, you were instrumental again, had the kick out. And then once again, the winner yesterday, you had the kick in the centre square. What was the scenario that you saw ahead of the field? Um, oh, yeah, well, it, start, it probably started um, before that with, you know, Geordie Hamble over the top to Will Hoskin Elliott and he got a really bad bounce. Yeah. Um, I was the next guy in line. If Will had got that, he'd probably handball over the top to me and we, we were running in with, I think it was like a three-on-one. Um, yeah, so I was, and I was gassed. So I actually just started walking <laughs> back up the middle of yeah. the field. And then, yeah, I think Darcy Moore made an awesome spoil. Um, and then Nick Dacos, little handball over the top midair to Braden Maynard, who kicked it up the middle to me. Um, yeah, and then I turned, I seen Billy was already out the back. It was mm. him and Guinea versus Sarden. Um, yeah, my old legs can't kick as far as they used to, so I just tried <laughs> to kick it as far as I could and try and get it over the top. And um, yeah, luckily Guinea sort of laid a block and let it roll out the back. It was such a smart play by Jack to to do that and to give Billy so much time and space. Mm. And then yeah, Billy had to finish the deal and um, run in and. Done it again for Phenomenal. us, which was yeah, amazing. Just so cool, calm, collected. Didn't look rattled, knew what he was yeah. doing, kicked it, and then, um, yeah, that's all we needed. And we were saying, as he was running we towards goal, it. We were loving it. He's looking at every option he has, and then last second he's like, I'm going to have to drill this. Yeah. Well, yeah, initially I thought he might have handballed back inside to Guinea. Um, but, yeah, it's one of those ones where if you're like, you missed that handball, probably what, it was sort of half on. Everyone was like half on, and you could excuse him for trying to pull it back to – AJ top of square, but Weedering sort of had half that half covered, mm. and yeah, just senior player took the responsibility. Um, and the difference between the difference between him looking around and then deciding he was going to kick a goal was like a second. Yeah, you don't have long. No. Yeah, yeah. And then he just went. Yeah. Bang. Usually, you just sort of if you take too long, you get run down and you look like a goose. So, mm. who was best on ground yesterday? Uh, I think Patrick Cripps was, wasn't he? Cripps was, I think, the best rated player on the ground. Yeah. You had the highest champion data rating in the last quarter, so. There you go. Well done. So yeah, Patrick you played Cripps. a phenomenal game. Yeah, thank you. But uh, no, yeah, I think, yeah, they they had a lot of guys who played really well. I think their defense was, for us, we struggled to move the ball through their defense for most of the day. And finally, I feel like we set the field up a little bit better in the last quarter to get some flow. 
Um, and like everything for our, for our team, when we talk about best players and stuff like that, I feel like we're just an even spread of guys. Mm. Everyone has their little moments and everyone contributes at key times and that's what makes us, um, you know, us. Um, heading into the finals now, what's it look like? You get a couple of days off? Yeah, we get a couple of days off now. Uh, you going we'll to go to Bali or is yeah. anyone going to go to Bali? Because that's a thing. I go to Bali. We get the weekend off as well, so I might duck over to Bali on Friday. Why yeah. not? Um, yeah. So no, we get a few days off this week. Make I think they're trying to make it pretty light for us. And uh, jobs around the house for you. Uh, you'll have millions of them. <laughs> a few things out. Um, and uh, then you'll so. get back in and you'll start to prepare for Geelong. And when you play a club as powerful and as big going as well, what sort of things? What are the red flags for you when you come when you oh, come up against yeah, Geelong? Yeah, we haven't even really thought about them too much, but um, just from watching, they're they're so powerful with the football. They don't make too many mistakes. They defend really well. Uh, I think they're the best side in the comp all year, both sides of the footy. So they don't really have too many weaknesses. Um, so they're yeah, a big challenge, aren't they? Oh, huge. Um, yeah. So I think for us, we're going to have to be on. We're going to have to play our best version of football to to give them a shake. But um, yeah, it's a the bonus of finishing top four is you, you've got to play these sides anyway at some point if you want to win it all. So mm. we've put ourselves in a good position. And yeah, Geelong at the MCG on Saturday week is going to be awesome. And um, But yeah, we'll use this week just to sort of unwind, freshen up the bodies and, winner and goes, get ready. Winner goes straight through to the prelim. Yeah, Loser goes, plays the uh, Fremantle yeah, Bulldogs. Bulldogs and yeah, Bulldogs. So that's our side. So so Fremantle Bulldogs, if you if you got there, you'd, you'd who would you prefer? Um, I would prefer to win Geelong. Yes, <laughs> Just go exactly. Through. Yeah. Of course, um, of course you yeah. would. No, it's, yeah, to be honest, it's this time of year, You've yeah, everyone that's left is good sides. Mm. So um, to get there and to um, play in finals, you've got to be on every week. It doesn't matter who you play, where you play. You've got to be playing your best footy. Mm. You haven't played Geelong since early April, round three. Round three and that yeah. was a really quirky game. What do you remember yeah. of that one? We were up by about 45 points and yeah. blew a lead. Oh, I don't know. We probably went up by 45. 37. 30, oh, close enough. Yeah. Mm. And blew a lead. But yeah, I think we've spoken about it as a group like that. We learned so many good lessons from that game that have held us in good stead, probably for the, the winning the close one since that. We went to yeah. work on how to protect the lead, what it looks like. Mm. And not when it was only 12 points. When we're up by 37 points, some of the mistakes we made, um, you look back now and they're almost laughable to us as a group, but we had to go through some of those lessons um, I think the week after that, we lost to West Coast as well yeah. in another close game, and we learned some really oh, good lessons right. from yeah. that as well. So, yeah. um, And then you lost the next week to Brisbane by seven points, and from then you haven't lost a game by 12, 12 there you go. points or yeah. less. Um, yeah, so we learned some really good lessons from that game. I remember that was a game, though, where I thought our best footy is going to be you know, right up there this year. If Geelong are always a really good side, and to get up by six goals against them, and um, that was a game where I got a lot of confidence with our group that, we, that we're good enough if we can just believe. Mm. Yeah, it's a funny year for you guys, isn't it? Because those first sort of six six yeah, rounds, everyone we went, was like, yeah, oh, I think we went Collingwood. over to Perth and we were three and four playing Fremantle, mm. um, and no one really gave us a chance, and we ended up beating them in the wet by about six goals. And then, mm. yeah, I feel like no one has really given us a chance no. much of the year anyway. Mm. But let's just um, dream to dream. Yeah. Imagine if we fast forward to Collingwood Richmond in the grand final. I mean, I know that we're just dreaming now and it's a fantasy land. We're just chatting. Yeah. That would be. <laughs> I'll let myself go there. That, yeah. would, that would be unbelievable. Yeah. What's the most ever at the MCG crowd wise? Uh, there was a time where they, for I'd, some I'd love reason, to try and break that. There's yeah, about 120 in there before all yeah. the stands mm. and stuff. Yeah, well, if there's somewhere yeah. we could ever break that, that'd be amazing. The biggest ever was. 
Collingwood Carlton in 1970, I think, when yeah, it was a completely right. different standing yeah, room yeah. setup. Okay. Mm. Yeah, it's a, it's a handful over 100. Well, yesterday felt loud enough. Yeah. When that yeah. siren went at the end of the game, it was going bananas, and you looked around and yeah, so like you could almost see people like swinging from the rafters. Well, that <laughs> yeah. excited. Because yeah. I sort of remember you used to be able to go to the G and just stand up. You used to be able to stand in those sort of bays underneath the stand. And I said to well, why don't we just go and see if we can get in? But yeah. I think it's like you've got to have a seat mm-hmm. now. Yeah, I think my father and father-in-law, he goes most weeks with a few of his mates and they all go to the standing room. I don't know where that is because I've, I've, <laughs> I've only really ever watched like, I don't know, maybe 10 games in the last 15 years at the MCG. Gone in person. Yeah, yeah. 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 Probably yeah, yeah. Colin would go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. If I'm and not, you're probably yeah. in a box. Yeah, I'm sitting in the box with the coaches because I'm not playing the actual game. So yeah. North um, Melbourne Gold Coast. Is that Pendles? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Do I just see Pendles getting a sausage roll? <laughs> yeah. yeah um, so. you're, you're a pie. you You'd eat a four and twenty pie though if you had the opportunity. Oh, of course, um, yeah, yes. absolutely, I would. Yeah. Absolutely, you yeah. would. I'd, I'd, I'd eat two. Yeah, yeah. I had yeah. a sausage roll and a pie. Why not? Uh, well, I, I remember that vision of um, Fraser Garrick. Was he at the footy <laughs> yeah. just smashing them down? So yeah, yeah, that was amazing. Slightly unrelated, but great news for North Melbourne to get Alistair Clarkson over the line. If ever a club needed some leadership and direction, it's North yeah. Melbourne at the moment. It's funny we were at the club and it happened, and we were like, oh. We felt like it was a really good decision by North to get him, and um, mm-hmm. it sounds funny. Um, I don't know. You feel like they're like he will make them a destination club. He will. Yeah, I, yeah, I think it's just the draw of the man, and yeah. um, I know as a person in the AFL, he's always been a guy that you know. When I'm finished playing football, I'd love to go and experience and work under and see what he mm-hmm. does. He's just yeah. I don't know. He's just seems like a bit of the godfather of AFL coaching. He's almost like the Greg Popovich of the AFL. Yeah, um, mm. yeah so I'm sure that. Um, yeah, he'll do his very best in that situation. And it's actually funny. I was driving home Friday night from somewhere and I was listening to Triple M and they were talking about Alistair Clarkson. I got stopped at a roundabout and I looked up and he was just sitting at a, a bar. What? what are the chances? He was just sitting there and I was like, well, this is a bit weird. You're, I'm listening about you right now. And, and you're there just you are. Right there. Wow. Yeah. That's what we call a launcher. <laughs> what are the chances? <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So I was like saying, hey, Parker, I'm listening to you right now. Yeah, no, but yeah, it's amazing for North and, um, it is. Yeah. It's important. I think all for their North. supporters. It's important and, for football, yeah, actually. Yeah. Like, I feel like all the supporters, the members, everyone will be so looking forward to next year already. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well done, mate. Well played yesterday. Thank and you. Have a lo- couple of days off and then regroup and away you go again. Cheers. Thanks, yeah. guys. We'll chat to you next time. This is the Marty Sheargold Show.